Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. Oh, well, looks to you, because we are live from our living room on this wonderful evening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our channel. <laughs> channel, podcast, I don't know, is this a channel? Is that what you call a channel? Uh, I guess, sure. All right. Thing where we talk shit about, about stuff. Yeah, I like talking shit about stuff because uh, we're always offended when other people are offended, and it makes us happy when other people are offended. Well, by you saying that, maybe I should uh, know. But if I said some things, then I'd be I'd be a bad boy. I want to be a good girl. <laughs> you want to be a good girl? Yeah. Okay. Um, be a good girl, and I'll be the bad boy. Dirty. <laughs> Can I be the bad boy? <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, man. This is a little weird. You know, I'm actually looking over and seeing you this time. It's a little odd, I feel. Uh, um, I am communicating from home base. Yeah, that's odd. Tires. They make vodka root beer. It's very good. That sounds very good. I think I've tried that before, and it was quite interesting. Oh, it's very good. It's getting fucked off root beer. You ever get fucked <laughs> by a root beer? I did. No, I have not. Yeah, you should definitely put it on my bucket list, though. Get fucked by a root beer. Yeah. Okay. Um... Oh, I have some news for you. Ooh. Just, uh, you know, I was reading this article today. And it says, and I quote, time for a new leader. Manitoba Premier Brian Pallister says he won't run again. Uh, or seek, no, yeah, period, the end, that's the whole article. <laughs> uh, it says he won't seek re-election in the new progressive conservative leadership, uh, or the leader will be chosen, sorry, before the next provincial election. For almost 10 years as a leader of our party, for more than five years as the province premier, I believe it is now time for a new leader and premier to take over our province forward, Pallister said Tuesday during the <laughs> caucus retreat. Is that caucus? Is that what is it? Caucus yeah, retreat. Okay. Caucus, yeah. So Brian Pallister, 67, said the decision was not made easy, but it was right for the party, his family, and the province. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't think okay. it's a better time for me more than now to step aside. Pallister hinted at it for nearly a year that he might be leaving office before the next election, which is slated for October 2023. He said he was staying on to deal with the COVID pandemic. Oh, thank you so much for staying. I really, really appreciate that he stayed on, you know, to help us through the COVID thing. Because, I mean, without him, I'm not sure what we would have done. <laughs> hmm. Well, I, for one, I, I say this, you know, deep-heartedly, with a, with a heavy heart. Bye, Felicia! Yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, <laughs> so he put us in the worst deficit Manitoba has ever been in. He put us in the worst, uh, I don't know, he completely bungled the the whole covid thing the harshest restrictions um but 
you know, he sure made out like a bandit. Right? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, that... You know, it, it's very... It's very... It's very selfless of him to do that, and I'm, uh, I, for what I'm, what? Are we having technical difficulties? I think we might have. I, I think for a moment there, I might have forgot to, but I think for my Oh. I, I saw the thing move up, and I was like, ah, snap. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know what? I, for one, I, I'd say this is probably the best decision that he's made. hundred percent, hundred percent. This is by far the best decision that he has made going forward, but forward so far. Thanks. You know, you know what I really like for you to test that your mic is turned off. You're hitting it. That's really cool. That's that's a fantastic idea. So people can hear the do 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 do. Is this thing working? <laughs> okay, good. It's not working. Oh wait, it is working. That's oh, shit. <laughs> that's how I realized it because I took a thing from my vape and my hand hit the mic and I was like, "Ah oh, shit!" I think the mic was on. So for anybody who was listening and heard that, super sorry. That's so annoying. My bad. Um, yeah, apparently the, the little the little wrestle tap thing <laughs> so that it was all. <laughs> okay, full disclosure. Is this thing working? Full disclosure. I'm on holidays right now and I might be a tad inebriated, so my bad. Tad. Tad. <laughs> tad. So, we have technical difficulties. I'm really sorry. But Pallister's getting the fuck out of office. Yeah, that uh, that I'm happy about. I'm so ecstatic about it. I literally was reading this, and I did a little happy dance in my seat. I'm pretty sure there's a whole lot of other people in this province that are going to be so sad to see him go. Um, I, for one, would actually like to know where the party is going to be held. Um, you know, the whole sayonara thing. I would absolutely. Now that oh, we're getting our office. privileges back, and all. it would have to be at his office. I don't know where where his office is. Uh, where it's actually, um, let's see, what? Pallister. Oh. Oh God, I am so sorry. I did not mean to do that. Okay, four fifty Broadway. So that's uh, yeah, he's uh, right by uh, the legislative. So that's where his awesome. office is. I think, so, I think we should go there with like big banners that say like Sayonara or some shit. Bye, Felicia. I would like to do that. Which is funny because I, I like, well, I don't know. I'm not a tr- traditional conservative, but I'm definitely not a liberal. Like the, the liberal today ain't me. That is not me. I am not a fan of uh, people going to work and uh, having to fund people that make a lot of money. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that. But Pallister, he, if you want to, I don't know. If he's if he's a conservative, just as I said last episode, if that's our represent, representation of Manitoba, like that. No, no, thank you. I'm cool with that. 
Um, is there anything else you want to say about this one? Like, it's it's we should have ended. That should have been our good news story, bitch. You're right. That definitely should have been. So today it's backwards day. <laughs> so we start with the good news first. Yay! <laughs> so we can end on a sad note. Um, okay. Well, I, I, yeah. There's really not all that much to say. Like it's. I don't I'm not sure who's uh who's supposed to be replacing him for the Progressive Conservative Party but um he's definitely left them in a bad place like at their lowest possible time like the I would be surprised if the Conservative Party won next election I I would have to agree with that I think I think a lot of people would like to see somebody like Trump here <laughs> just kidding <laughs> honestly i think there isn't much worse that we could possibly get from pallister the way that i mean the fact that he decided to stick around you know to help manitoba out through the pandemic super admirable um i guess that is what he thought however he should have pieced out before the pandemic and maybe we would have been in a lot better of a situation um he handled things so badly and his comments that he does about getting our privileges back and asking our two-year-old children where money is coming from. I mean, really? <laughs> this is, I, I, you should have left a long time ago, dude. I'm, I'm not happy to see you go. Peace. You're not, you're not happy to see him I go? I mean, I'm not sad. See? Inebriated, guys. Inebriated. I'm not sad to see him leave. He can peace out. <laughs> Oh, you know what? One thing we didn't do that we're supposed to do, because apparently that's a thing to do, is uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> yes, you know, like, share, subscribe. Definitely share, share us out there so everybody can be privileged to our beautiful voices and our um. Don't. Your necklace hit the microphone. I know. That's why I just went. Fuck. <laughs> God. You okay, guys, let's, so sorry. let's let's continue yeah. this fucking train wreck. <laughs> okay, so this one this one came from Global News. Uh, I guess for the last one, yay. You know, maybe there's someone that's more competent, someone that is actually going to be uh, physically responsible and not just uh, cut everything and then say, "Oh, I uh, uh, who, who knew." Uh, Cutting money, especially when the medical system is already strained as it is, uh, who would have thunk? But, uh, yeah. I will just like to say to whoever does take over for his position, um, good luck and sorry he left it such a shit show. Um, I wish you all the best in getting us the hell out of it and really hope that you're better for Manitoba than that was. I was going to say than that was, but. Okay, so let's let's get on to the next one. Because uh, all right, Fed's earmark ninety six million for Black community organizations. Social Development Mister Minister Ahmed Hussein Hussein, I don't know, says the federal government is allocating up to ninety six million in funding for Black community organizations. Speaking to reporters in Toronto today, Hussein, I don't know, that's how I'm saying your name. I'm sorry. Hussein. Is it Hussein? No. Oh, okay. 
Husson says the new funding is the largest in history for the federal government to groups to serve black Canadians. He says the new money will include $82 million to fund about 1,300 social infrastructure projects to enhance workplaces and community spaces and $14 million to help organizations build grassroots capacities. The money is part of a program that Liberals launched two years ago with $25 million in funding for capacity building and infrastructure projects by black-led groups. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the end of it. They go on a little bit more, but who really gives a shit? Uh, oh, oh, this, this is a good part. He says supporting organizations that serve black Canadians is key to addressing racism and other issues facing these communities. Uh, call me, call me out of touch. Call me, uh, call me a little, uh, a little skeptish, you know, a little skeppy. But since when did, uh, since when did it become government's job to ensure, uh, to start enforcing racial discrimination? I guess when about the was- same time that the government decided that they had to be in charge of how many genders there are. You know, our, our black face in, in charge, uh, maybe he's trying to make up for something here. Hmm? Mm? Oh, maybe, maybe. He's, he's trying to play that black card. He's like, yo, check out, homies. I got big PP too. I can be black man as well. Look, I'm with you, homies. And he does this little weak, limp-wristed fist bump. Oh my god. <laughs> the mental image is just beautiful. It, yeah, and his little Arabian Nights uh, outfit. and I'm with it, homies. Now you got that song stuck in my head from Aladdin. Oh. Arabian Nights. Good job. I, no, I don't get shit. No, he's he's gonna walk with his pants around his knees and he's gonna Hello fellow gangsters. Are we gonna go roughing up the the minorities? You know? I, I'm sure he would say it in that exact tone. Yes. Probably. Definitely not threatening in the slightest. No, yeah, very soft spoken. Hello, hello, fellow homies. Um I I brought my do rag and uh well I I I, th- I think all of us in in minority communities uh, now in fact all Canadians have struggled through uh through being gangsters and I think all of us just some of us just want a little bit of black inside of us and gives a nice little wink and you see his pants drop a little bit lower. My God! Uh, <laughs> yes, all my brothers, <laughs> fist bump. Ugh. You know what that reminds me of? This really reminds me of that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Will took Carlton into the hood and he was like, obviously act super white and stuff like that. And they ended up thugging him out, but it was funny in the beginning when they brought him there, just how white he acted. Racist. You can't say that. I can't say that. No, you can't say that. He was being, uh, he was being whitewashed. Sorry. My foot fell asleep. (laughs) Um, okay. So, in other news, what the fuck are you allowed to say nowadays? <laughs> like, you can't say anything. Anything. I don't mean well, any... It's not being racist. Or if it comes out racist, I didn't intend for it to be super sorry. That's totally not my intentions. But how is that being racist? Like, I know a white person wearing blackface is considered racist. And... 
but well, okay, anyway, but it, it's considered racist. Lots of people go up in arms about it. But how is saying a black man is acting very white? Like because it's 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 seen as a sign from colonizers that white people forced their culture onto a black person instead of just letting a person be a person. Now they need to act like gangsters. They have to act like hood rats. That's what they're supposed to do. That sounds pretty fucking racist, don't you think? Yeah. Like, that sounds racist, that you're supposed to act like this. Because of your skin color, you should act like this. I wish, you know what, I wish I was part black. I wish I was part black. At least my dick would be bigger. Um, I am like 99% certain in Fresh Prince, they made comments about him being acting white. So yeah, but that was 15 years ago. Yeah, but people have know. to stop being such sissies, stop being such freaking special snowflakes. Like, just stop. Do you know? Okay. Do you know the game that we play in MechWarrior? Obviously. Do you know this game that we play? No, not at all. Never heard of it. Not at all. So I can't remember which unit he's from. It's eluding me right now. But Veagle, do you remember Veagle? Okay. No. Veagle would always, every time he was on the other side or even on your side, whatever, it didn't really matter. His first thing he would always say is, good evening, ladies. Every time. He, oh, and someone complained about he it? He got fucking banned. He is banned from the game because it's considered toxic. There's actually like a petition going on, which I did sign because it's fucking ridiculous. Like, if people want to be special snowflakes, get the fuck out of this game. Go play Candy Crush. Like, do something where you're just by yourself so you can be in your own special universe. Don't play with other people. Like, just just don't. Stay, stay at home. That is so funny. Because if you say, like, guys, guys is like a neutral term. Like, it's not uncommon that I will, like, call a group of, uh, I might call a group of women, like, ladies, or women, or I, I just instinct, like, just reflex, I say guys. But it's like a neutral term. It's just for a group of people now. That's what guys mean. It doesn't mean a group of, like, dudes with dangly bits. <laughs> dangly bits, I love it. But 100%, every time I'm playing, at the end of the thing, good job, guys. Nice try, guys. There could be other girls in the match. And you're going to tell me as a female that I'm being discriminatory against other women? Nay, nay. Because I'm a female. So it's not going to be considered that way. But God forbid a man sits there and says something like, good evening, ladies. Who the fuck gives a shit? 99% of the time, it's just, you're just being and saying it's a, just as a joke. Right? Like, it's just, like, <laughs> evening, ladies. Like, you, like, there's like a, I think like in terms of like, say like the mech warrior community. It's like 90% of it is guys. Uh-huh. It's very, very small chances that I see other girls on there. I think I've ran into, in about two years of playing, I've run into five other females. Like, it's a rarity. We're like fucking unicorns in the game. Yeah. Grow some cojones. Like, I mean, so that means the people that are complaining aren't the 5% females. 5%, I think that's even being a little uh, generous. But I don't think it's the females complaining. It's other males. Because I mean. Mm, my lady, let me tip my Dora. Mm -hmm. 
it's those type of people. Like it, it's people being offended on behalf of somebody else. He's calling me. He's insinuating that I'm a female because I suck at playing. Then get good. Like or it's, it's, it's so sensitive. Yeah, it could be so sensitive. There's very few people actually that are actually like assholes. All know who they are. Like there are very few, but we all know all the guys and girls. Sorry, <laughs> don't want to be a man. Don't want to. No, no, no. Anymore. It's it's just the guys. I haven't met a female that's been toxic yet. Mind you, there's been like five and two years. I haven't played with them enough, but well, honestly, whatever. I'm sure there's some bitches out there, and I can be a bitch too, hundred percent. But exactly, like. There are some of the guys that we play with that or that are in the game. Yeah, they're fucking assholes. Yet they're still going. But because one guy made a comment, evening ladies, come the fuck on. I guess you have to be gender neutral. You can't say that. Just good evening. Good evening. There's, there's, there's a reason why I stopped playing D&D. There's a reason why I stopped playing Magic. There's a reason why I stopped playing a lot of these games is because they started going down this SJW, Social Justice Warrior, the Victimhood Olympics. They all started going down that road. Because, say, like, for, for D&D, it was, oh, well, drows are, are because they're dark-skinned, they, they portray a negative stereotype of, of black community. Listen, listen, hold on. I'm, no, you shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Sorry, I'm just so angry. <laughs> So, the drow have nothing to do with African societies, or orcs, or any, anything that's dark-skinned. Anything that's dark-skinned. No, the drow have a certain story. They are, there are creatures, and there are typically, um, I don't know, cultures that are, are kind of inherently just evil. Goblins are inherently, like, it's just, it's something that you grew up with. Back from playing D&D 1st Edition to 5th Edition. It didn't... It was just, okay, a new player can understand. Goblins are bad. Orcs are bad. That was just kind of the baseline. The drow were, to the normal world, were considered really bad. In fact, they, they raided people. They killed people. They stole from people. Which typically means bad like that's kind of what they mean and but so they started changing oh but they're 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 too one-dimensional no they have a rich history rich lore and people actually enjoy playing them because it creates a unique dynamic that's why people liked playing i remember playing with people that they were goblins and people would the second they seen a goblin it's a goblin kill him and the person would have to show that, no, not all goblins are bad. They would have to change, you know, almost change like the, the town or the city's perspective. That, no, our customs might be bad. Which, that, like, it's as weird as it sounds, D&D actually made me more tolerant of other culture, of other races or ancestries or whatever they call it now because it was just like for for anyone anyone that fucking thinks this think think about this you are playing a fantasy game in a fantasy world where you roll dice and you play fucking make believe 
it is fucking beyond like it, it's like you're projecting you're projecting your own racism your own fucking insecurities instead of man i can learn something from this all people aren't bad some people are maybe i should give more people a chance but just like it's it's all it's all make believe it's fucking it's make believe and the fact that people get so fucking mad wizards of the coast you're fucking it all up you're fucking all of this shit up Wizards of the Coast, you are fucking all of these games up. Magic at Gathering. Oh, because somebody, somebody, one card. Righteous uh, Retribution. Oh, it was all black cards get minus one, minus one, or destroy all black cards. Hey, you fucking morons. You fucking morons at Wizards and all you fucking complainers. I'm fucking grabbing my mic and so fucking pissed off with these fucking whiners. <laughs> So they, the uh, for anyone that doesn't know, magic is like like poker and chess. Put it very simply, you have five different classes of like elemental magic. You have dark, like you have like skull, black magic. You have red, blue, white, and green. All of them are an aspect of nature. They're a bunch of fucking tree-hugging hippies. White has to do with buffing, with protection. Blue has to do with manipulation. Has to do with, like, the ocean. Red has to do with aggression, anger, like, force, forceful. Um, green had to do with, like, nature and supporting and, and making creatures big and strong. And black had to do with like corruption, with with dying, with with infections and stuff like that. Nowhere, nowhere does race come into it. Never. Race has never been if it is, I've never seen it. So I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm blind to racism. Because I just I don't see it that way. I just think, is this car good? Or is this card good? Which one suits my area better? I've never looked at something and said, oh, black people, right? Oh, good thing those KKK guys are here, huh? No, it has nothing to do with that. And it's so ridiculous. It's make the fucking leave. What I find funny in all of this is that it's... It... <laughs> It seems to be that, like, okay, you have, in whether you're playing D&D, which I'm not overly familiar with, I've never played Magic, I have no fucking idea, but a lot of the stuff that you were just explaining also just, like, sounded like the elements to me, earth, air, fire, water. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. but you, D&D, I'm, I'm mildly familiar with, I guess, but the thing is, you don't, okay, you have all these different colored things. You can be purple, you can be blue, you can be green, you can be black, you can be blah, 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 blah. and the list goes on. Red, you know, but it seems to be that it, it doesn't matter if somebody is purple or pink or silver or blue. No, nay, nay, that's fine. But once you're black, oh, racism. It's like, 
can you not see this is all just a game? This is all just a different color of a skin. It has nothing to do with an actual race. And exactly, they're not all bad. I played a bad character when I played D&D at the one time, but I wasn't all bad. I was good. But I mean, again, make believe, people. Make believe. Why do you have to literally take racism and throw it into every single aspect of your life? Oh, I guess we got to get rid of the black markers and black pencil crayons and black crayons because that's racist. You can't paint anything black. Fuck that. Well, and it's it's more the, the fact of... So in, in terms of D&D, most people play as something that like is interesting, is intriguing. And what I first started playing when I was a kid, I, I projected myself like I tried to create myself as I as I wanted to be. You know, does that make sense? Hundred percent. So to some some people they play that way. Some people want to take the other side of thing. You know, like I'm normally good in my life, so I want to do the opposite. Like I want to see what is it like to be to be mean to someone, and it's it's a re- it's I wouldn't even say it's a release. It's not a release. It's it's just it's putting a twist into something but it's playing it's, something that's different it, it, it's different it's not your everyday it's not how you are every day it's the other side so you decide okay well you know what if i wasn't a good person all the time what could that look like you know it doesn't mean you actually want to be an evil person it's just fun to play the other side yeah or or like i said or being envisioning yourself with perfection so it's uh yeah it's <laughs> just so oh it it hurts it hurts because I, I enjoyed playing those games and i and i i wish just these like these these groups of people just would stop being so so such a whiner right you know what I would actually like to see I would like to see everybody in MWO band together for this ridiculous fucking ban and every single person every single time that you go on the play the game and you're launching in good evening ladies every single person just fucking band together for this fucking ridiculous thing beagle was not a toxic player whatsoever so he said evening ladies cry me a freaking river i've said worse things i've said worse things and i haven't been banned Mind you, I said some pretty, like, I did get a, um, no, 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 you know, you know me, bad boy. Apparently he did. He did get a warning, but then he was just like, well, fuck that. Like, so whatever. I'm just going to continue being cordial and like, good evening, ladies. Grow a fucking pair. Like, if you're that much of a freaking special snowflake, and if anybody didn't realize that that's what the snowflake behind our, our logo meant, that is precisely what it meant. Special freaking snowflakes. But if you're going to be a special snowflake, like I said, go play Candy Crush. Go do something that's all by yourself. Stop bringing stupid shit into a freaking game. Stop bringing your sensitive problems. Stop bringing racism. Stop bringing all of that shit into a fucking game. It's a fucking game. It's a game. How about about stop being racist? How about stop being racist? How about stop being racist? Help stop being a misogynist or a bigot. Those kind of things. Okay. I don't want to play with those people. I don't want to play with people that actually think that black people 
white people or this or that or whatever are superior. I don't want to play with those people. Agreed. Those are actual racists. I have no interest in playing with those. And there's a reason why I don't play with certain people because they are. There are some people in that game, and I know, I know firsthand that they are they are 100% racist. They are yeah, they they want the segregation. They want the all that. They love they oh the KKK and the the alt, like the the woke lefty social justice psychos. They want the same thing. But the weird thing is they don't even realize it. They don't even realize that what they're fighting for and how they're betraying themselves and everything else. They don't even realize how utterly racist they are being. They really don't. They feel like they are actually fighting the fight and being there for the black man, but they are not. They're being 110% racist. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I have to stop you. No, they know that they're racist. They know it. That's the difference. They, they're fully aware that they're racist. Why do you think like, they've looked at repealing um, um, uh, civil liberties? Like, or civil... Uh, what the... F- oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name of it. But like... Uh, you know that all like equal equal opportunity. What the fuck was it called? Oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on. I can't help you with that. I'm just a girl. I don't know. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> what the fuck was it called? Civil Rights Act. But no, they they want to repeal that because it was seen as it was the black communities had to integrate with the white communities and the white communities ended up taking over the black. So in terms of like black, they had black wall street. They had their, like their own banking system. It was all this. Instead of everyone being, they say, no, once the, the civil rights act happened, they actually wanted to. What? I'm cutting out. Is that better? Okay. So much. No, so they, so they, they, they're, they're racist. They know they're racist. But yet they fight the KKK. They're they're two sides of the same coin. Like it's it's fucked. Like those people are fucked. I like I've it's it's funny because when like the the minority people and hey, I'm a minority. I'm cons- I'm, I'm 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 sorry. I'm 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 Aboriginal. And anyone that says, "Oh, you can't say Aboriginal." the fuck up shut up just shut up but when i play with other minorities we we jokes back and forth because it's a mutual respect it's not oh because you're this i won't talk about it fuck no fuck no let's go hard let's go let's go deep in the paint i want to sniff it i want to get high off of it like let's have fun because you're my equal and I expect the same thing brought back. Oh, fuck, typical white man. Oh, you better put on sunscreen. Don't want to get a burn. Hey, white boy. Mm, how's your small dick doing today? Oh, I bet you wish you had a big black dick. Like, you know, and it's just so, it's so, it's so unbelievable. The thing too, though, is like not a lot of people, like you, you learn these things as you play with people through the through the days, through the months, through the years, whatever the fuck. But you learn these things. It's not like you right away start a game and you start talking to someone and be like, Hi, I'm black. 
oh, shit, okay. Um, you know, like, that's not how a conversation starts. Like, you don't treat somebody else because of the color of their skin. You know, if things don't change, like, the, the person that you're talking to for the past year doesn't all of a sudden change because you find out he's a different color. Well, and, and like, e- even still, like, the people that, that we've, we play with or have played with, it's never, it's never even been a thought. It's seriously never been a thought. Only, only people that we notice are different are people that aren't, that don't speak English or English is their second language. Language. See? I barely, I barely, barely got this one. <laughs> you know, but, but even them, we don't, we don't say like, oh, because your English kind of sucks, so we, we, we don't play with you. No, we, we, like, we'll go the extra mile. You know, you know, like, you could think of a couple people that we play with. And sometimes we have a hard time understanding them. But, well, what was that? Sorry, sorry. What was that? Sorry. I, like, I'm sorry. I just, I don't understand it. And I'm not trying to be rude, but it's never been, oh, what skin color are you? Are you a transgender? Are you one of them? Well, <laughs> right. what, what do you got between you? Who do you like sleeping with? Do you like guys or girls? Huh? What what kind of what kind of things you? It's your Ooh, gender. Please tell Ooh. me what your gender is. I need to know. Who cares? A lot of people don't fucking care. It's only the special snowflakes that have to make it right out there and make it. Oh, look at me! I'm special. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a fucking unicorn. Well, I mean, yeah, it- yeah it's. Uh- it's just so tiring, and I see it more and more. Like everyone said, oh, you know, Gamergate. Oh, girls aren't getting a good representation in games, and they're just objectified and all this. So I can see, I can see both sides of this argument to an extent. Most games are tailored to their audience. Most gamers are dudes, and they say there's no strong female leaders. One of the best games that has ever been released was The Last of Us. The Last of Us. The best. One of, if not the best story-driven games ever. And it was about a girl. Because we were invested in the character. I'm a dude! I have a dick! Shit, you do? Fuck. Jokes on you! I've been tucking it all this time. Well, snap, job. But it was it was a female character, and you got invested in their story. You understood their struggle. So, spoiler warning: it's been fuck what eight years since the first Last of Us. It's a zombie apocalypse, and this guy Joel ends up finding this girl Ellie, and they start. All, all Joel is supposed to do is get this Ellie girl to this hideout inside of like a dystopian, you know, world. But you got invested in Ellie. When she was hurt and crying, you cried too. Like you act like you felt it. And you could see like Joel, how he, how he changes from like the monster. The, the best way that I've heard it explained was the monster he had to become in order to save this girl. So, 
again, spoilers, it's been it's been a, a hot minute. But when she gets this facility, she actually has a gene in her body that she her body can fight the virus. And Joel finally gets her to this medical facility and they were going to uh basically kill her to get this DNA out. And by the end of it, you see the change in Joel. He start he's killing scientists, he's killing doctors to save this girl. And even on her side, like Last of Us 2, people got so pissed off. They were so mad because it changed from Joel and Ellie. You were interested in the story of Ellie. You know, okay, and this this is how how you know how the gaming community is. So um, Naughty Dog, the people that made The Last of Us, they had a, a scene where Ellie um, was kissing another girl. And everyone was happy. They're like, oh, that is crazy. What is going to happen? Like, where's the story going? We are invested in these characters. And and this is where like the 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 Gamergate stuff, like you end up getting involved with a, a transgender girl. So a guy that transitioned to a girl. Chick is ripped. Ripped. And people were pissed off because this transgender person that like nobody cares about because there's no story there. There was no story to this character. She ends up killing Joel. This Joel, the character that, well, I guess for about 50 or 60% of the game you're playing at. And then the rest on the original one, you were playing the rest as Ellie. And so this, this nobody, just this nobody comes in and kills this character. And then, like, it, it ruined the story. Like, every, like people cared about this character. Like, El, they cared about Ellie. And they, it was incredible to see the, the like I said, the, 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 the trajectory in their character. Joel going from just a heartless, duh, I don't give a shit, doesn't care. And Ellie being this, you know, a teenager, that quirky teenager, you know, saying... Like, I remember where they had a, she found a porno mag and she, she was like, oh, whoa, ew, ew, it's all stuck together. And it was a joke, but it was that kind of teenager stuff. And you, you loved her for it. Like it was, it was like a kid you would see trying to be a kid and Joel's trying to like protect. And then they get separated and she ends up having to fend for herself. But, you know. People cared, like, the best story. I'll say it again. The best narrative the, for a female character. But you see, in a lot of movies, people love the, the struggle. Like, the, the, I guess, like, I don't know, not like the, the imperfect hero, but the hero's journey. Why does everyone, well, I don't, I couldn't even say John Wick, because John Wick is just... Oh, you killed my dog. And goes berserk. And I love the fact that, I mean, there, there's more to it. It's not just, oh, you killed my dog. But the fact that that was like his last straw, like 100%, if someone were to hurt one of my animals, oh, I'd fucking hunt you down. Oh, I'd kill you. 100%. Well, but it was, you know, people like seeing someone becoming, you know, just being, oh, 
say like uh for some people that know like half-life it was considered a a marvel of a game because he was just a just a scientist starting his day at work and shit went sideways see that all plays into it it's not just there's some i i don't even mindless oh. character like you get invested in them and they kind of relate to them like oh yeah well, i was just going to work today or whatever like they have a story that's the thing is they have a story it's not mm. just some assassin going after killing a bunch of people it's a guy who just lost his wife and then the puppy that she bought for him he just lost his puppy like it's the whole Man, story it shows the humanity of that character and that's what you get so invested mm. in yeah but well i guess half-life is kind of a, a bit of a not a really a great example, but it just showed. But I guess in, in terms of like movie, like uh, the hero's journey, a normal person and they end up, you see them fall, they get knocked down and you see them keep overcoming and overcoming. And it's always the thought of, can they do it? Can they make it? People, everyone loves that type of story. Everyone does. But look at like the Marvel character. Everyone loves seeing the Avengers because, holy fuck, are they actually going to do it? People were pissed when Tony Stark died. Like, they, oh my god, Tony Stark? Like, gods can bleed. Like, that's the thing. Like, they realized, okay, this changes everything. Because now the stakes are different. But if it's just a perfect character, no flaws, is always kicking ass, never gets hurt, never gets beaten up, you can't you can't relate to that. You can't enjoy it. Because it almost puts you in that movie when you see the guy getting beat up or the girl getting beaten up. And then but they come back. They come back and they come back stronger. They come back more determined. Because now the stakes have increased. Yeah. Full disclosure, in that movie when Tony Stark died, I fucking cried like a bitch. Hundred percent. I was so sad. But that's the thing, is exactly get invested in that character, get invested in their quote unquote, their, their life that they put into the movies. They put into the screen. Like they, they had, you know, about their whole backstory, like, you know, about them. There's always something in movies or games that you kind of relate to one of those people that are in there. There's something about them that stands out to you and it relates to something in your own life. And that's what makes the yeah. good games truly good games and the good movies truly good movies. Because if it, exactly, if it's just faceless people fighting, that's just faceless people fighting. And if someone dies, eh. For me, I have more, more sadness when I see an animal die. You know, like in an old western, a horse goes down too, or some war yeah. movie or whatever. I'm like, oh, that poor horse. I, I have more feeling towards the horse than I do the people in the movie because they're just faceless people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and. Well, especially for like the main, and it, it's so it's just so weird because most characters, like like I said, most guys play games. Yes, girls play games. That, and I don't think there's anything weird with it. But it's just more guys do. It's just how it is. And um, um, well, and a lot of them say, well, well, because women aren't represented in video games. There's games where you play as girls. There are games where you're a fucking girl. Uh, to me, that's bullshit. This whole 
the whole Gamergate thing, when I had kind of heard about it, I thought it was such horseshit. Now, I am not a huge gamer, but I will say that there are lots of games out there that do have strong female rules. One that you have already explained about that I've never played, but there's Tomb Raider, there's Resident Evil. They all have strong female leads and they are your main characters. They're great games. They're very popular games. But to be honest, you look at movies that are more directed or, um, yeah, I guess whatever, directed towards a female audience or games that are more directed to a female audience. Guess what? You're going to have a guy in there that's buff and pretty. No, no. What's even what's even better is, say, like the new Ghostbusters. What did they do? It was cheap slapstick comedy. And they made a joke about queefing, and it wasn't even a good joke. Yeah, like it's it's just low, like low effort. And the guy that they had in it, he was a big dum dum. Oh, every guy is a big dum dum. He might have been a big dum dum, but he was also fucking Thor. He was Chris Hemsworth. Like, like hello, like he was freaking hot. But that's the thing is that's okay. But then everybody so gets so offended. When you have games that are derived or um, called directed or whatever geared. geared, thank you, more towards um, males or movies that are more male based that have a a scantily clad woman in it, some hot chick. I for one like looking at that. I really don't find it offensive. It's whatever. Like I mean, if I'm playing a game and I could be a girl, trust me, she's probably scantily clad and looks pretty slutty. However, that's the, the, I mean, like, that's the thing is you have movies and games that are directed towards females that are going to have either dumb men, dumb pretty men, or really buff pretty men. Then you're going to have games that are directed towards males that are going to have scantily clad dumb girls or just whatever. That's just how it is. Why do we have to make a big fucking issue about this? Who the hell cares? I'm not going to sit there and, oh, well, I can't play games because they're not geared towards women. Guess what? The game that I play has got a bunch of big stompy robots who fight other big stompy robots on other planets. Guess what? None of them are females. I'm not offended. I'm not going to not play the game because they're all male robots or whatever the fuck. Like, come on. Well, see, but even even in even in like Mech Warrior, the quick draw, the IV four, IV four, the the in the in the lore, it was a female pilot, and she fucking kicked ass in it. So it was more the and, and this this is a difference between so like they like movies that are coming out now today they have a checklist is there transgender representation is there uh like lesbian is there bisexual is there any like the, the alphabet soup of of oppression are any of those being depicted is it is it women in lead oh but if there's a white guy but like, look at a lot of the movies now. Are oh, it, the a typical typical white man is the evil person. But it's more, does it suit the story? Like if you were watching Black Panther and they had someone come in with a gay pride flag, going woo woo, it doesn't fit the story. It doesn't make any sense. That's that, and that's like movies today are just dog shit. Like North American movies fucking suck they suck because that's that's all it is it's just a box of check marks 
do we have this representation? Oh, well, we need to have this many black people, this many Asian, not that many Asians because, you know, they're a little too smart. So, you know, you, you get to get a little bit further down there. Like, what was a trope? Black guys in movies? They were the first to die. It, it was always the token black man. Always, yeah. he was always the first to die. I can't remember. I think it was, oh, it was always an ongoing joke about it. And it always sucked. But I think it was, oh my God, House on Haunted Hill or one of those esque type movies that they had a black man in. I want to say, I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I could be thinking of a shark movie. But one of those that I had seen, it was either some shark movie that had a black guy in it or it was um, House of a, or House on Haunted Hill. But one of those had a black guy in it and he was not the first to die. It was like the biggest thing. I was like, holy shit, he wasn't the first to die. It was fantastic. It was great. Like, and then slowly other movies started picking that up. But that was the first movie I ever seen that a black man wasn't the first to die. It always sucks. They're so hot. Not all of them. But... That, was, that was Deep Lucy. Deep with LL Cool J. Yeah, see, I knew there was yeah. a shark movie with LL Cool J. But I know he wasn't the first to die either. I actually think he survived all the way to the end. I could be wrong. But that was like a huge, like, holy shit. Like, you actually lived. But I think House on Haunted Hill was the first one I seen that a black man didn't die first. Yeah, it was just always just, uh, like, it was a a joke almost. Excuse me. My God, that is so gross. And hot all the same time. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, but it's, but that's a lot of what movies are becoming now is just that, that checkbox. Oh, well, instead of making a good movie for a certain demographic, you try to make a, a mediocre at best movie for everyone. The Ghostbusters, I mean, obviously you had to make it female leads because you got to get the females in there, right? And don't get me wrong. I love Melissa McCarthy. I think she is fucking funny shit. However... I was just like, when I seen it, and I seen they were putting females in it, I was like, really? And it took me a while to actually watch the movie, even being a fan of Melissa McCartney, because of that. I grew up with my traditional, you know, Ghostbusters and stuff like that, that I it really wasn't in a hurry to watch this new one that they decided to do a full female lead. It wasn't like, a, oh, yes, finally females, they're going to be in the lead, great. But that's the thing, too, is it was, it was really shoddy humor at best. Like, it was just something to get um, a cheap laugh. It actually kind of reminded me of the movie Superbad, which I always joked about saying that that movie was super bad. I hated that fucking movie. It was the dumbest shit in that movie ever. But so many people found it funny. Well, and it's... Well, and the... the like I, So, for people that don't remember, like, with Ghostbusters, the, the new one when it came out, a lot of people were pissed off because you just you're, it's just a remake it's a remake a remake a remake and and when the the movie released the director was saying or i guess the yeah i believe it was the director they ended up snapping a picture of all the female people in this movie okay what what does that matter but then it was well the reason why the movie didn't do good is because it's a female led movie yeah, the, yeah, that's that's absolutely why. It absolutely had nothing to do with why the movie didn't do very good. It had everything to do with the type of humor that they had in it. 
I'm sorry, but it really wasn't that funny. It had some good parts, but it could have been so much better. But they they were just trying to go for the cheap laugh instead of actually just making something that's funny. Yeah, and with uh, you know, and when you when you don't tell a good story and you you write a story like you you could have you could have had the old characters from the original uh, Ghostbusters come in and almost like patch pass the torch like something because. When when people and and this is really fucking lame and really fucking dorky for a bunch of movie fucking dorks, but when you when you when you become invested in a character, anything, any character in any type of media ever, if the story gets flipped, well, you're no longer interested. So I guess even like, um, well, I guess we can just stay with like the Ghostbusters thing. Well, it was. What two, three? It was two movies, or was it three movies of the original Ghostbusters? Wasn't it a trilogy, or was it just one and two? But anyways, it it doesn't. It's not the the big point. But when you get invested in these characters, and you notice like each one of them has like a different type of perspective. When you it was two, but you get invested in those characters. You can see yourself in in some of those characters, and then they just go, "Nope, all those characters sucked. They're all women now." But, but now I'm I'm not I'm not interested in the story because now the the characters and and in terms of even like the writing, and as you said, like it's a very good point. Instead of setting up the good laughs, oh, I queefed. Really. Uh-huh. Like, like and, and it's one thing if you're like if this is off the top of your head. Like if you know, if you're just improv ranting or whatever. Okay, yeah. I say stupid dick stuff. Uh, but I don't have a, I don't have a script. Like this got approved. A writer wrote this, got approved, and then the actor had to read it and the, the, the producer or the director okayed it. And then the editing room okayed it. I mean, even if it was an improv thing, a lot of comedy actors, they do do a lot of improv and they change their lines and stuff like that. Regardless, yeah. there were still those other steps where it went through the producer, the director, the editing. And they thought, yeah, this is funny. haha. But that's the thing is there, there's no... Okay. I was watching these movies uh with my mom and the kids the other day and they were dr doolittle movies okay dr doolittle one dr doolittle two had um eddie murphy. <laughs> yes eddie murphy in it uh and it was the whole family where the third one it only had uh the youngest daughter in it but they kept the same character it still had the mother that was in it as well but eddie murphy was not in it but you were already invested in this younger daughter's character from first two movies so once the third one came out and Andy Murphy was no longer in it it actually wasn't like uh oh well it's missing something I to be completely honest I think it was my favorite doodle of all of them it had the best kind of storyline it wasn't just silly humor but but that's the thing is you're invested in those characters and then okay then you have this third one that doesn't have the main character in it so when you start with the first two Ghostbusters that have these four characters in it, and then all of a sudden you bang into these women. You're like, kind of like, okay, well, how, like, what? Yeah, and and that really, 
I don't well, and, and this is kind of the a big aside to the point, but um it's if a story sucks, a story sucks. Actors can only do so much. And oh, it's it's a it's really sad to see, like, you know, the perfect hero. Like everyone liked the Dark Knight because everyone thought Batman was a good guy. He was a good he was always the good guy. He was fighting you know, he was fighting crime. But then you started to see darker. Like, what is you know, kind of like those little flashes of fuck is Batman the bad guy? Like, is he just like a good bad guy? Like, he's he's a, he's a criminal, but he, even to criminals, like you know, like the Joker and all that stuff, is he just is he just like a good version of that? Like, is he, you know? Look at Batman versus Superman. Same thing. Is you have two quote unquote superheroes that you watch their individual movies and think that they're the heroes and they're the good guys, but then you put them in a movie together and both of them think that the other one is actually the bad guy and then you're sitting there thinking to yourself huh are you guys really bad guys like think of all the shit that you guys do like it's hmm who is the real good guy here are you both bad guys well and see and that's one thing like i remember seeing with uh like watching stuff with matt colville and him breaking down like D &D stuff and kind of giving those kind of ideas of characters and you could almost like like a one-dimensional character is like like John Wick. You know what he's going to do. He kind of you know he's very one-dimensional. He's just his dog is dead and he's gonna go and kill everyone. But like a three-dimensional character would be someone say like like Superman. And the example that he brought up, so Superman is for for D and D dorks is considered lawful good. He follows the law, he keeps his word, he's trustworthy, he's loyal. He is that type of character. So you expect that. But where it changes is um, the example that Matt Colville used was there was a girl and she she was like a like a villain. And she said, I will save you and tell you what you want to know. If you let me go. And you could see in the characters, like you could see it in them. They're having that internal dialogue. Well, but this is the bad person. I need to catch them. I need to stop them. But I need to keep my word. I don't know where the fuck I was going with this now. But where the fuck was I going with this? <laughs> Superman being lawful good. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> right with with uh, with characters. <laughs> so, but if you if you're able to see that, like see that difference in the character, like I'm sure in the in that Ghostbusters movie, the 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 silly quirky one that always said the dumb stuff, not the not the guy, but one of the characters, when they said something serious, that's all you knew. Oh, they said something serious. That must be. Like it's really serious. I I think of like Jane Silent Bob. Silent Bob didn't say a fucking word, except when his character had something important to say. Other than that, he didn't say anything. It was Jay that was always silly and fucking goofy and goofy and 
And Silent Bob would grab Jane. What are you doing? You need to stop. And he would go off on him. And then Jay would, oh, fuck, man. Sorry. Like, it would, it would change the tone of the story. Someone that doesn't talk starts talking. And so you can kind of, so, and, in, and I guess in, in terms of when you're talking about, like, those movies and those characters, if you're not invested in them, or you can't even have that transition, like, everyone knows, like, the Ghostbusters, like, the, the original four, well, it can't be the four. Fucking one of them's dead. So, unless they start doing that creepy CG, bringing people back type thing, can't. The, the, the foursome is gone. Okay, but you could have, you could have, you could have respected the movie and the story and told a new story or continued it. But yeah, like, uh, like with the, the spider or the Batman and, and Superman. Yeah. Like it, you started to see that. Well, hold on a second. You can now see the difference. One example that I actually really liked was everyone remembers Mr. Freeze. Arnold Schwarzenegger, they see they seen him as he was a villain. He was the bad guy until you heard his story. Why was he a bad? Do you know why he was a bad guy? I don't remember. That was so long ago. Because his wife had cancer. And he was trying to save her. That's why. No. So once you hear their story, they're like like Mad Max or like a lot of those type of movies, the it, the lines are very great and I like those kind of movies where you can't really tell. Like yeah, you could see, well, you see the like Batman side of the story that Mr. Freeze is the bad guy. But then you hear well, his his wife has cancer and he's trying to find a way to save her. So he's doing he's not doing bad things because he bad he's doing them because he's trying to save his wife his love the love of his life and who wouldn't do, like who wouldn't do something bad if to save a loved one especially someone that you know you've decided to spend your life with 100%. yeah and just those kind of those graying lines like yeah they're bad people but i guess well they're called like like the the anti-villain in any normal circumstance, they would not be bad. But it, because of their circumstance, they are considered that. So those type of stories, like, like if you want to, if you want to, like, make, like, a good Ghostbusters, why not something like that? Have something where, you know, you kind of gray those lines a little bit. Are the Ghostbusters really good? Like, that could be that simple question. Like you don't you don't need to you don't need to write on the fucking screen, which I'm pretty sure they would because they're just fucking lazy. Are the Ghostbusters actually bad? Question mark. To be continued. Oh, but you just plant that little seed. Maybe one of the characters, instead of letting or instead of capturing a ghost, they let it go. You kind of well, what what what? No, that's not what they do. But. All right, we've been we've been talking about dork fucking nerd stuff and a bunch of whiny yahoos for a while. So, um, yes, 
Did you want to go on to this next story, or do you want to call it quits? Well, no, you still have a story. You got a story, and then I got a story. That was my story. I did my story. That was the our government giving money to a bunch of uh, minority groups because, you know, fuck the white man, and... Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You did do your story. Okay. So, I got a new story. You guys ready? Hold on to your knickers. Guinea reports first ever case of rare deadly Marburg virus. Woo! Another deadly disease. The extremely rare and deadly Marburg virus has been detected for the first time in African nation of Guinea, according to the health officials who warned that it could spread far and wide. I, I don't know about you. I'm pretty sure everyone else is super stoked about this. We're not even over COVID yet. Got another one, guys. Oh, there was already another one coming out of China, the, the monkey virus. Right. Can't forget about the monkey fucking virus. Yes. Curious George. That's what we called it. Yeah. Right. The World Health Organization Im- immediately issued a warning about the disease, saying that the swift action is necessary to prevent it from exploding like Ebola, which is part of the same family of viruses. The potential of the Marburg virus to spread far and wide means we need to stop it in its tracks. We are working with the health authorities to implement swift response to build the Guinea's past experiences and expertise in managing Ebola, which is transmitted in a similar way. Now, if anybody isn't sure how uh, Ebola can be transmitted, Ebola can be transmitted when people come into contact with an infected blood or body of fluids. Ebola poses, poses sorry, little risk to travelers or the general public who have not cared or, or been in close contact within three feet or one meter of somebody who is sick with Ebola. Like Ebola, the Marburg is highly infectious and potentially fatal disease that initially spreads to humans through fruit bats. Oh, look, another bat. Once infected, humans can spread the virus to other people through bodily fluids via contaminated surfaces. Symptoms of the virus include headache, fever, muscle pain, bleeding, vomiting, blood. Sounds super delightful. The disease is severe and untreatable and ultimately kills approximately half of the people that it infects. Doctors say the best way to deal with this treatment is to treat the symptoms and give patients lots of water. The disease remains very rare and hard to recognize as symptoms resembling malaria, typhoid, and other hemographic fevers. I don't know how to say that word. But, moral of the story, guys, got another virus that we got to deal with. So far, it hasn't uh, come to Canada or the United States yet. Hemorrhagic. Thank you. <laughs> However, there's another one a Bruin from More Bats. So, that's fun note. What from? Root bats? Was someone fucking one? I don't know. Gotta ask the guys who were fucking mm-hmm. the monkeys. That were what? That were fucking the monkeys for that curious George disease. Oh, right. Which I had looked up after, and that is um, one of the ways that happened. So, that was fun. Really neat little tidbit to hear. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, well... I don't know. I, I don't know a, a lot about these these type of viruses, so I, I really can't. I can't really say much, but it is. Uh, it's definitely crazy to see uh, 
Well, and just in 2021, well, we have two new ones, and I'm sure there's more that ha- just haven't re- been released yet that uh, a certain government is going to hide from us. But uh, yeah, wow. Yeah. So I know everybody was really anxious to hear about the other di- or the next disease that was going to be coming after the uh, COVID that we're still not even over yet. But um, yeah, so that's it. So let's all just stay in our countries for a little while and try to get rid of everything um, before we start traveling again. That's my theory. Okay, so uh, keep your dick out of monkeys. Um, Wash your hands. Talk to your doctor. Social distance. Don't forget social distancing. Except you got to social distance a little more because this one was uh, what was it? Three feet to one meter. So that's even closer. So definitely keep that six feet and more. Don't get too close. I'm going to give you kisses from here. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess with that, uh, there were a couple quotes that I did want to bring up, actually. Uh, so I'll start with the first one. And this was a quote from uh, Abraham Lincoln. And it says, don't believe everything you read on the internet just because there's a picture with a quote next to it. So I thought that was actually quite surprising and really, uh, I think, well, Abraham Lincoln was actually quite ahead of his time in terms of this. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. Abraham Lincoln, this is a quote from Abraham Lincoln. A- Abraham Lincoln, like the ex-president Abraham Lincoln, or is this a totally different Abraham Lincoln? Because they didn't have the fucking internet back then. How could this be a quote from Abraham Lincoln? It, I think in terms he's just speaking about being able to discern information. Just because someone says something doesn't mean that it's actually real. So you have to look into that information. But uh, so I guess just with that one underway, and the other one that I wanted to bring up was actually a quote from Malcolm X. It says the media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the mind of the mass. Ooh, I like that one. Oh, you didn't like the Abraham Lincoln one? What, because he's white? Well, I mean, partly because he's white, partly because of the big tall hat that he wore. And thirdly, he's not fucking clairvoyant and didn't know anything about the internet. So I'm going to call that one on a bullshit. But media... Whether it was actually true. Yeah. No. And it, it, this is why, like, people have a story to spin. They they have their own slant. They have their own bias. I have my own bias. I and I've said it before. I don't trust government. I think they're they're quite inflated, and they're a government will never try to solve a problem because it puts them out of business. As we've seen, they've created problems. And then sold the solution. So that's uh, I, I. And it's really hard, and it's really scary that just to get information, even just like for me, any information that I have to find, I have to wade through mountains of bullshit. People putting spin on things. One thing that I actually always find funny, and do you ever notice this when you read the news? If it's a black person that's involved in a crime, they won't say the the race of the person. They will say the individual 
is either like still at large or in hospital or in custody. But if it's a white person, this white man or who is white, it'd be like, you know, Alfred Hitchcock, who was white. They'll say stuff like that. Like there was a story that I seen with uh, like George Floyd and uh, regards like with Derek Chauvin. They said, uh, and they said, George Floyd, who was black, was murdered by Derek Chauvin, who is white. So, I don't know, unless they're just trying to, you know, here you go, here you want to know the story. But you can almost guarantee if the shoe was on the other foot, if that was reversed, it it would have said white, it would have just said, like, uh, it wouldn't have said black victim, white perpetrator. Absolutely it not. It would have said cop killed, blah, blah, blah. It would not say their race whatsoever. Like, that, oh, that would be, be left new, out. There'd be new, no news story about it. No news story whatsoever. Nobody would have cared. So this is why, like, you really have to look at, and it really sucks, because you almost have, it, 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 like, this, this sounds like 1984, because you have to think about what are they saying without saying it? And it sounds so conspiratorial. Oh, you have to look at the third word of every single, of, of every line. And if you put all these together, no, not like that. But look at their, the phrasing they use. Look at their phrasing. They will always say, white man kills blah. But now they're, they're not saying anything, even though like the race doesn't matter. But they're making it matter. And they're pushing, they're like, if you think that they're not pushing an agenda, you're either ignorant or just plain stupid. Minds. Or, or maybe you just totally agree with it and you support it. I don't know. But, yeah, I guess to reiterate it, the media, the media, the, the, fuck. The media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent. That is power because they control the mind of the mess. So I think with that, um, let's wrap it up. Are you going to piss yourself? I think so. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) There, there's some of that sweet Ghostbuster humor. Ooh, I like golden shower. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Okay, so I guess with that, let's uh, yeah, let's get out of here. All right. Well, thanks guys for tuning in, and hopefully, we didn't go on too much of a rant for you. And if we did, well, too bad. That's what we do. Um, have a great rest of your evening. Have a great week ahead. We will see you in a couple of days. Um, Friday. Yes. Oh my God. I'm on holidays right now, baby. I didn't even realize what day of the week it was. Yes, next one will be casual Friday. We don't have anything on the docket yet or nothing that I know of, but I'm sure it'll be great. So thanks for, um, (laughs) sorry for some of the uh, audio hiccups in the beginning. (laughs) Um, Have a great night, everyone. Yep. Have a good night. Peace.